Welcome to Kibia, the spirit of sauna. Join your hosts, Alan Jalishaw and Alyssa Lansdell, as they explore the history, culture, and lifestyle of sauna. Whether you're a lifelong aficionado and expert like Alan, a relative newbie and budding enthusiast like Alyssa, or just curious to see what all the fuss is about, this is the podcast for you. Sauna is so much more than meets the eye. So breathe deep, get comfortable, and share in the search for the true spirit of sauna. And welcome to our very first episode of Kivia, the Spirit of Sauna. We are going to start with the basics today, as in who are we, Alan and I, and why do we want to make a podcast about sauna? Alan is going to talk about his lifetime of experience with this art, this life force, this tradition, this experience. And I know that by the end of this, we are all going to be much more informed and excited about sauna. Thanks, Alyssa. I'm really happy to be here. I'm really looking forward to talking about sauna. Well, I am so excited to be doing this podcast and having this, taking this journey with you, Alan, on sauna, which is, it defies kind of categorization. This is, this is a way of life. This is a culture. This is a feeling. This is an experience. And you are the one who's going to share all of this with us. I have little experience with sauna. What I do know I love, and it, it, it is deeply ingrained in me, even though it was a small experience in my childhood. Uh, but Alan, I know everyone who's listening is going to want to know how you came to be the guy who lives and breathes sauna. How did you get started with this? Well, I actually, my first sauna experience was quite young. I was less than a year old, wow. believe it or not. Huh. Yeah. Uh, most people in North America might find that shocking, but in Finland, that's pretty common. So I was brought into the sauna, yeah, probably about six months old. Clearly not at the hot temperatures that most people enjoy sauna at, but nevertheless, it was my introduction. And then as I got a little older, I just kept doing it. Every time we went to the cottage, we would always have sauna, the family, the friends, and I would br- come in the sauna with my family. And... Uh, you know, when you're young, you don't think about it. You, you don't know any better. You just do it. It didn't hurt. seemed like fun. It was enjoyable. It was relaxing. And I just kept doing it. And the next thing I know, years go by, and I've been doing it forever. That's amazing. And you're right. In North America, we hear that, and we think, oh, you're so fear-driven in North America now that I think about it. But that's another topic yeah. for another podcast. But really, you know, I, having had a baby myself, I never would have thought to bring her into a sauna at that young age. But I suppose this comes down to sauna being a lot of different things. And there are a lot of different ways to experience it. Am I right? Yes, yes, absolutely. And so what did it mean to you as a kid? You, you've said this is this is something that you lived and breathed since before you could even remember, but you must remember right. a feeling of it or what it what it symbolized for you versus now. I do remember as a kid, um, even in the afternoons where my grandparents were around. So my grandparents were always at the cottage. Those are the family members I spent it with the most. And we had, I had my sister. We had other friends our age. And, you know, quite common on a Sunday afternoon or a, a warm summer day, we would be in the lake swimming, playing, doing everything that kids do. And then the sauna was was started up mainly to keep us warm. If we got a little too cold in the in the lake, 
uh, we'd just go in the sauna to warm up. So that was one of the many activities we did based around the sauna that just made it all fun. You know, if you're playing in the lake, which kids like to do, you know, canoeing, paddling around, swimming, splashing, laughing, having that sauna element added to it to warm you up just kind of completed the playtime. So I do remember that a lot. Uh, but I also, as I got older, you know, you start thinking about things. And um, even going back to when I was y- too young to notice or understand, I was introduced to the rituals of the sound of the startup process. So I was an industrial little kid, so I took a lot of pride when I was asked to, you know, get the water together for the sauna or put the firewood in the box inside the sauna for, for later. These are all these little tasks that need to be done before the sauna starts, and I really enjoyed doing them. I was, I was glad. I was happy to be part of this process. That's amazing. Uh, so that when the sauna came, you know, it was just the next step. That's amazing. I love the ritual before the ritual, I guess you could say, right? That's, which exactly. is all part of the exactly. bigger ritual, as I'm sure you'll, you'll take us through. I, and, and also, it yeah, is, it's a, yeah. it's a, as a parent, I'm thinking what a great way to get your kid involved. <laughs> and, you know, in, in family, I mean, it is a chore, you wouldn't have thought of it as a chore, right? Just just yeah. being a part of things is what it sounds like that was for yep. you. Yeah, it's the tradition. It was, again, there's things that have to be done beforehand. I embrace them, and uh, I like the tradition of it. I didn't understand it at the time, but reflecting on it as an adult, I go, that's why uh, I did it. Yes, yeah, so much of our childhood memories revolve around traditions, so it's no wonder that it had such a great impact yeah. on you. Uh, what is that sign? You've talked about the sign that uh, hung in the sauna at your family cottage. Right, right. So a little bit of background. My grandparents came to Finland in the early 50s. Uh, They had three young kids. And after moving around a little bit, they settled in Oshawa, Ontario in the mid-50s. And then in about the mid-60s, they decided to build a cottage. So they bought a lot, a property up in the Kawarthas, and they built the cottage, and then right behind it, they built the sauna. And when they built the sauna, it was, there was a lot of collective little little items in it, but they have this one sign that they hung above the fire. It's a very important sign, and after I renovated the cottage and the sauna about eight years ago, I made sure that the sign went back. It's in Finnish, and it reads, Saunasa viha vilene, lulusa sapisamu, which the loose translation, according to my grandmother, is, in the sauna, anger cools and bitterness fades away. Oh, I love that. And it was really important that it remained in the sauna because essentially it's an honor to my grandparents. Again, they came to Canada, three young kids, hardly any money, to a strange country with strange customs, uh, and they embraced it. And they built the cottage, built the sauna, which is what we're obviously talking about today. And I love the sauna, and I love the fact that they built it and introduced me to it. So I do it to honor them predominantly. But it also acts as a reminder for myself every time I see it what the real purpose of this sauna is all about. If you had to say it in a simple sentence... That would say it all. Anger. And it also, for my friends that come and visit, they read it 
when I have to explain what this is all about before they actually have a sauna, they can read it as, Amazing. as well. Amazing. So uh, to reiterate, it, it's in the sauna, anger cools and bitterness fades away. What what do they respond with yeah. when you when you translate this for your friends? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's wow. It could be yeah, it's generally wow. And uh then after the sauna when we're sitting in the relaxed room and they see that sign they go, "Now I understand now. And now I understand what you've been talking about all these years." Ah. And it, it, I mean, for those who haven't experienced it, they may not quite fully understand. What is it? And for you, I mean, you know sauna more than anybody. Have you been able to define it in words? I mean, more more even than that sign, what sauna is for humans? <laughs> well, I can actually sum it up into a couple of keywords. The, the first one that comes to mind is euphoria. Mm. There's also serenity, yeah. solitude, and peace. Oh. Those are the things that I feel when I'm when my sauna is done, I, that's the easiest way to explain it. And referencing that sign, I don't feel anger. I can't possibly feel anger. So even if I was stressed or had some ill feelings before I went in the sauna, I certainly didn't have, a, didn't have them anymore once I was done. It, it sweats the stress right out of you, I guess. It does. And it makes does. you more present, yeah. I would think. This is something that I've, as a as a working mom, as a single mom, have been really working on is to remove everything and just be present because in the present there truly is nothing to stress about usually. So would you say that is is one of the magical things about sauna? I, I think it is. There's certainly a physical experience which helps, but it is so simple mm. in what a sauna is. And so many times, simple things lead to great experiences. It doesn't have to be complicated. It just has to be natural. And it is very natural. I love that. Simple things lead to great experiences. I feel like Oprah, Alan. I just keep like, let's repeat that. (laughs) Because I need to, and and I guess I'm getting in my sauna mode here where I'm being present and really considering all of this. Uh, Again, for those who haven't experience sauna they might be thinking well you know what can that do that a that a hot shower or a bath like i have this great bathtub with jets i mean right. doesn't that do the same thing right. I'm, I'm a big bath taker i i love baths yeah. uh, but what would you say is the main difference there well they certainly are enjoyable don't get me wrong but they are completely mm-hmm. different um, for for many reasons i'm not saying stop <laughs> taking baths or don't take a shower <laughs> Please absolutely keep bathing. you need yeah. to but keep bathing please yeah um, but there's a bit of a mindset, I believe. There's the time that you're spending doing it. So, you know, showers, baths are fairly functionary. You're doing them for a purpose. They're in and out, get clean, off you go. But you will notice, even if you're just doing it quickly, you do feel good for it. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple of reasons for it. If it's a, a bath or a shower, water, hitting the skin, hitting your face, uh, will give you pleasure for lack of a better description. It's an emotional response. It feels good. It cleans away the dirt, the sweat, dead skin cells, not to get too <laughs> too technical about it. And that will refresh your body. Also, if the water is cooler or hotter than your core temperature, your body will respond. And that's why when you come out of a hot shower, you, you feel good because you're actually exposed to hot water. But there's a limit to how hot your how hot the water can be for your body. 
anything above 104 degrees Fahrenheit will feel hot. But 104 Fahrenheit air, yeah, it's warm. But in a sauna, we're talking about temperatures that are in the 175, 190, 200 degrees Fahrenheit. Considerably Whoa, warmer. I had no idea. So there was that much yeah, of a difference. That's probably the biggest difference. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, so it's it seems to me that this created for you as a child, as it did me in my limited sauna experience, a, a, a sense of bonding with people. Is there is it that it levels the playing field, makes everybody equal? In fact, there is that that expression, right? Um, all people are created equal, but nowhere more so than in a sauna. That's a Finnish proverb. Sauna, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is It is a Finnish proverb, very common. And it's true, when people get together in sauna, you're all friends, you're all equal. Mm-hmm. Nobody's higher or lower than the other. And I think a lot of it has to do with the heat, for mm-hmm. sure. Once that heat starts enveloping your body, you feel relaxed and you just don't have the energy to be fighting with people so you know you just approach them like other human beings like you should and in in a lot of cases uh, if you look at the Finns they don't wear clothing that's right that's intimate now yeah that's pretty intimate you have no clothes on you really have nothing to hide behind so So yeah it puts you at an equal playing field and I think that's those two main things the heat and perhaps the nudity and you don't have to be nude but those two elements uh, make it very easy to bond with people sure. in the sauna. Sure, and you're close together, right? In most cases, I've never heard of a massive Absolutely. sauna. Do they exist? Yeah. I said sauna. I should say sauna, and we're going to talk about that in a moment. But carry <laughs> on, yes. Th- there are some large saunas out there, but generally they're made for four to six mm-hmm. to eight people. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's what I remember. Our neighbors at the cottage had a sauna, and it was. I remember thinking it looked like a big barrel. And I was so jealous that they had that. And we would, on a cool evening, we'd all hop in there. And it was a, a just a bonding experience. We played in the water as well as you did. and and But it was a different mood. It's almost like in a dinner party where everybody's goofing around in the kitchen as you're preparing. That's where everybody joins me at my dinner parties. And then you move out into the dining room and everybody just it, it takes on a different kind of a vibe or feeling of importance and that's how it felt to us going into this almost a sacred space would you call it that yeah yeah and you know it's an interesting analogy and it's one that I use when I'm trying to explain Mm -hmm. to people you know the proper way or the best ways to have a sauna is to treat it it's very similar to like a dinner party if you think about it you go over to friends for dinner or you go out for dinner the actual act of eating doesn't take very long it's true it's the, you, you show up, you arrive early at a friend's, you have a, a beverage, you might have an appetizer, lots of conversation, laughs and giggles. These are all the things you do around it, but the actual eating doesn't take up th- that much time at all. There are some similarities with the sauna. The, the, the time you spend before the sauna is important. You have the sauna, and then afterwards there's that time to, to bond, to talk, laugh. You know, so it is... It is more than just the sauna, just like a dinner is more than just yeah. eating. And and it strikes me that this is about enjoying the journey, right? The sauna forces you to slow it down and enjoy the process. Uh-huh. It does. It does. And so I want to go back to how I mispronounced. And you people at home might have been thinking we've been mispronouncing sauna this whole time, if you have not heard that before. Have we in North America, Alan, have we been mispronouncing? 
pronouncing this all these years? Technically, yes. yes. So the word sauna is a uniquely Finnish word, and it's pronounced sauna in Finland. And being from a Finnish family, I will always pronounce it sauna. However, like a lot of words that go from language to country to language, um, there are alternative, I would say lightly, uh, pronunciations to words. And for some reason, I don't know why, you'll have to ask a, a linguistic why they pronounce it sauna. It's probably because of the spelling that people just say sauna. But, well, and both are sure acceptable, potato, potato. but I will always <laughs> say, yeah. I'll always and say sauna. And now that I know better, I do better, as Maya Angelou would say. So I will say sauna and correct <laughs> me if I say it differently. Uh, let's talk more about the title of this podcast. It's not just the word sauna, but it is Kivia, the spirit of sauna. So what is Kivia? So Kivia uh, is essentially the Finnish word for the stones or the rocks that sit on the heater inside the sauna. So the heater itself will heat up. It'll heat these rocks till they're very hot. And the rocks will hold the heat and they heat the air and that's what heats the body. It's also, you need hot rocks to create the steam that we're gonna talk about shortly. So the rocks are very important to a good sauna. They are, in my opinion, the heart of the sauna. That's why we called the podcast Kivia. Perfect. That's where it that's all starts. It. There's the magic. The magic is in the kivia. Yes. <laughs> and so it doesn't have to be uh, steam necessarily, yes? There doesn't have to be mm -hmm. steam. There can be and there mm -hmm. should be. The steam is actually called lulu in Finnish. I swear. It's a I tough swear word. I the end of this, yeah. this podcast series, I will say it right. But lulu, I, I can't do it. We'll have to work on that. That's, that's oh, pretty thanks. close. That's pretty All close. Right. Yeah, I mean, to see it on paper, it's not at all like it sounds. Doesn't for, look like it sounds, North no. Americans. But in order to have lolu, you need to have rocks, the kivya, and they need to be hot. Essentially, water gets put on the rocks when they're hot. It evaporates. It creates humidity, creates a, perhaps a little steam. It gives you a sensational feeling, let mm. me tell you. But in order to have lolu, you need to have, you need to have the rocks. Okay. And you need to have someone who knows what they're doing when they <laughs> when they take you through yes. this process. What is the one? I mean, there must be so many myths you have heard about sauna. What is what is one that comes to mind for you? What's the one thing you you want people to know that they may not know right now? It's not so much a myth, but I think there are definitely some misconceptions or lack mm -hmm. of knowledge. It doesn't have to be pain and torture in the yeah. sauna. It's not meant to be. If if you're in there and it's nothing but pain and discomfort, then I would say that you're probably doing something wrong, to be to be frank. It's either too hot or you're in there too long or you're not going through a cooling process or something. Because if done right, it'll feel completely enjoyable. That doesn't mean you have to sit in there for hours baking, but if you do it right, it's completely enjoyable. Sure. If you're going to hang out with your friends and get to know each other, it better be enjoyable, right? This is part of part of the Absolutely. process we Absolutely. talked about loving. Yeah. You got and I, it. I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm so excited about this podcast because it is kind of like hang, having everyone hanging out in a sauna. I would love to be in a sauna doing this, but, you know, 
at time, in times like this, we can't be doing that. Someday, though, yes. In the meantime, we, we want to create that Absolutely. that sense of community yeah. and, and togetherness. And it, it, I, I mean this in the true sense of the word, intimacy, which yes. is important for all relationships and connections. Yeah. And it's interesting you say intimacy because some of my most heartfelt conversations I've had with friends and family have been in the sauna. There's something about, you know, letting your guard down, being honest, sharing with people that comes very naturally in the sauna. It's it's unbelievable. I've had friends who, you know, they you, you kind of understand the range of what they're willing to share with you, but you get them in a sauna and they say things that might surprise Ooh. you, might surprise themselves. Yeah, I, the, I, the possibilities are endless right now. I'm thinking it's like a truth serum almost getting people into their true is, natural yeah. state, which is why I am now, my brain, Alan, is rewinding to all of the shows and movies I've seen over the years with sauna scenes. Can you think of any? Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking of a whole bunch where either the, whether it's the mafia boss or the, you know, whoever, we get the truth out of that person. We get them in their most yeah. vulnerable state almost. Yeah, it's, I think it has most to do with honesty. Uh-huh. I think that's the biggest word that comes out of, Will it, the willingness to share in a sauna is just willing to be honest. I love it. And uh, when you have that feeling, you're, you'll pretty much say anything. Right. It's almost like the word fearless comes to mind because I think so much of what ties us up, you know, stress-wise is, is, is rooted in fear. And when you are without all of that, when you can let that go, when you can shed that, as many do their clothing as they head into to the sauna, uh, that, that is no longer a factor. So I think that's what allows us yeah. to get get deep yeah. absolutely there's we all have so many things going on in our lives so many stresses we have we have work we have family we have money there's so many things that can bring us stress but if you can take a few moments to step into a sound or remove all of that so there's no there's no yeah. clothes there's no stereos there's no music there's no anything and just be simple and natural you will be amazed how good you will feel physically and mentally after a sauna. Amazing. And I'm thinking, I'm going to go out on a limb and guess that in 2020, sauna sales went through the roof. Am I right? Aha. They did. did. Yeah. Yeah. We need to say no more about that. (laughs) For anyone who's lived through 2020, you know, uh, this is, so there has been a, would you say just a collective human need for this kind of relaxation and stresslessness I think there's I think there's always a need but because of circumstances people are focusing on their homes they're they're figuring out ways to make their homes complete it can be in a number of ways it could be building a patio having a hot tub or having a sauna they realize the need for those items yeah, yeah. it's much more than a, you know a feature of the home it's a way of life Exactly. It is a lifestyle. It for really sure. is. And I'm looking forward to unpacking that lifestyle and going through all of the benefits <laughs> of it with you as we take this journey together, Alan. And I know that next episode, we're going to talk about what makes a sauna. It's not just the structure, right? It's it's the whole experience, as we've just described. Exactly. Yeah, the uh, the sauna in its in its true definition is a room that activities happen, but it, you, it can also be a verb. It's something you do to take a sauna to go to sauna, to sauna. There's many ways you can explain it. And that's more of the intangible aspect of it. 
because you're dealing with heat and cooling and sharing with with friends there's so many things that are going on it's hard to encapsulate all of it except for the fact that they all happen and that's a little different than just the boring old right. room right heat. yeah we've seen it and if you again if you haven't experienced yeah. it and you've seen yeah. it it can be rather underwhelming um, but it, but yeah. when you start to get into it it is overwhelming as you see it even it even defies language in the sense that it can take on the verb <laughs> the the noun and and many different forms Exactly. As an English major, exactly. I love that. Yet there are so many ways we can go with this. And, you know, as a first episode, this got really deep. I love it. I've, I've started to get very introspective. Um, but as I said, there are so many ways we can take this. And the good news is we are going to do that through this podcast and this season. And we have some very exciting things planned, special guests and a lot of areas of sauna that people are going to find surprising, I would think, Alan. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We've got some uh, we've got some gems uh, in store for yeah, us for sure. sure. Well, I am loving the journey, and I can't wait for everyone to come along with us. Thanks for listening to Kivia, the spirit of sauna. Please subscribe for additional episodes every two weeks. Take a moment to rate, review, and share the podcast, and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Kivia Sauna. This podcast is brought to you by Kivia.ca. Canada's premier destination for the sauna community, providing expert advice, quality saunas, custom designs, as well as authentic sauna accessories. Visit us today at kivia.ca. This has been a Memory Tree production.